Hey folks and welcome to another episode of Podcraft. This is a show about everything podcasting, from launching your show to monetization and everything in between. I'm Colin Gray, your usual host, and this week I'm... No, no, actually, I'm not joined by Matthew at all this week. Just me, just me in the office, just trying to get an episode out, because uh, there's a few things been going on in the community, actually. Uh, a few questions coming in via the website, uh, various other things, actually. I just wanted to make sure we got a website, uh, a web, a web, a website out, or an episode, even, this week. Um, and uh, yeah, so here I am. So I hope you're uh, okay missing Matthew for a day for an episode. Uh, but first of all, I want to mention, and I've not mentioned this before, but this episode is sponsored by Podbean. Now, Podbean's a podcast hosting platform that's been around for years, but uh, recently they've been making some big jumps forward. One example is a huge sponsorship marketplace that they've built that anyone can join in, whether you're a member or not, whether you're using them for hosting or not. You can find that and everything they do over at Podbean. Use our link, thepodcasthost.com forward slash bean to check it out. And I'll mention a little bit more about that marketplace later if you're interested. So I'll come back to that in a wee while. First thing I want to do on this show, though, is actually a wee bit of uh, listener feedback. So I got a a wee comment back from uh, a fine lady called Nadira Jamal, who wanted to comment on our interview uh, coverage last night. So we were talking about interview skills, how to make um, interviews seem uh, easier to edit, seem more natural, that kind of stuff. We mentioned that a few episodes ago. And Nadira sent in a great comment, which I'll play for you now. Hi guys, this is Nadira Jamal. I'm the hostess of the Belly Dance Geek Clubhouse, a interview podcast for belly dancers, which just celebrated its 50th episode. I just listened to your episode on interviews and I wanted to add a little note. If you want to reduce editing, one option is just to record your piece live. I do my show as a live conference call on Uber Conference and then release the recording as a podcast. That seems a little bit more intimidating up front, but it actually takes a lot of the pressure off because all of the podcast listeners know that they're listening to a live conversation and not an edited program. And so any ums or ahs or rambling are just par for the course. Love your show. Thanks. Thanks very much for that feedback, Nadira. Really useful. I I totally agree. I think we mentioned in uh, our own episode that we tend to try and record as live. So, uh, well, actually, I've already done it in this episode, haven't I? I made a wee slip up earlier. I said the wrong word and I just kept going because basically that's just part of being human. Uh, We make mistakes uh, in podcasting. I think it's fine because, you know, it's quite an honest, transparent medium anyway. So you, we tend to record as if it's live, but actually Nadir's point there that you do record literally live, like you actually do it live so that it's really obvious to listeners that it's going to be live, that there will be mistakes in there. It just makes it, um, because it really is live, I suppose it gives you even more of an excuse to leave in those mistakes. Although I'd argue you can do that anyway, actually, uh, as long as it's nothing huge, nothing annoying, nothing actually completely incorrect, of course. Uh, you can definitely leave in a lot of those types of mistakes. So thank you very much again for that uh, feedback, Nadira. Again, anyone wants to send us some feedback, we always love to get it. We always love to put those comments in the uh, in the show. Um, you can send us it at either by email at info at thepodcasthost.com or if you go to our contact page there's actually a link on there to a voicemail system so we use SpeakPipe for our voicemails if you go to thepodcasthost.com forward slash contact and you'll find our contact page and you'll find our voicemail 
uh, voicemail tool there and you can leave us a little voicemail. We can play you on a future show. That'd be really cool. So next, I've got a couple of things I want to cover on this episode. Um, we're going to come to a listener question. Actually, it was somebody from in our community in the uh, the Podcast Host Academy asked in the forum, and it was a really interesting subject, something we, we've had a lot of interaction around, a lot of people pitching in on, and I wanted to go through it, and it's around changing a brand. So it's around when you hit that point in podcasting where you might have, you know, you might have gone beyond the bounds of what you originally thought you'd be talking about. And it's how you, whether you go ahead and change that brand or whether you stick with what you've got and how you go about it. So I'm going to come to that in a minute. First, I want to just do a wee update on something we've been working on for quite a long time here at the podcast host. And it is a bit of software. I think I've mentioned it a few times. We're calling it Alitu, A-L-I-T-U, Alitu. And that is basically, it's it's an app that we're working on to make podcast production a lot easier so that uh, you could just come along. You can have a raw bit of audio like I'm recording just now. You can plug it into our app, just upload it to the app, and the app will do the whole production process for you. So it'll do the processing as in volume, EQ, noise reduction, silence removal, that type of stuff. Make sure the audio sounds great. Uh, it's at the right volume, you know, loudness standard, you know what I mean? It's 19 luffs, like uh, kind of thing. Uh, and then it'll publish it for you as well. So it'll link off to the host that you're using. Uh, I mentioned Podbean already, sponsor of the episode, but we've also got Libsyn, we've got Blueberry, we've got Fireside, we've got loads of podcast hosts out there, which we're going to link into Alitu as well. So we'll do that publishing side of thing as well. So all from one place, you can just have your audio cleaned up, branded and published. Um, oh yeah, I never even mentioned that branding. So it'll add your intro and your outro music as well. So this is something we've been working on for months. I've been uh, growing a team around this, taking on developers um, and starting to build it. And we've been doing a lot of user testing over the last little while. But the next stage, actually, we're almost at the stage we're going to release a beta test. And what I want to do is I want to get some of our own audience testing it out in the early days. Now, long term, this is going to be a subscription app. So it will be paid. It'll be, well, we're not sure yet for the price. And I won't, I won't talk about that yet because I'm not sure. Uh, but it will cost a monthly fee in future to use it because I believe it'll give a ton of value. It'll save you loads of time, loads of work. But right now, what we want to do is bring in a group of podcast listeners, a group of the podcasthost.com readers and let you play with it for a few months for free and tell us what you think. Find out um, how you find it. Maybe there'll be, there's bound to be a few bugs, a few little problems. We want you to help us weed them out. Um, and obviously you get to use it for free for those few months. And actually, most likely, those people that come in, we'll give them a, a special little deal when we actually come to uh, to paying for it as well. But we'll have a, um, a limited release on this. So we're going to have uh, around 40 people, I think, in on this first release. Um, those 40 people can try it out, they can test it out, and we'll see how you go with it. So if you want to get involved in that, go over to thepodcasthost.com forward slash alitu. So that's spelled A-L-I-T-U, Alitu. So thepodcasthost.com forward slash Alitu. Sign up there and you'll be on the waiting list and I'll let you know when the beta comes out in a couple of weeks. We'll get you involved. We'll have to get people in there. I can't wait to get people in there, actually, because we've been working on it for so long. Um, it'd be great to see real people trying it out, getting the reaction, seeing how it works. So on to the subject for this week. So... What happens if you outgrow the brand of your podcast, you outgrow the topic of your podcast and you want to change it? What do you do? I mean, it's something that comes up quite often, I believe. You know, you set 
the brand for your podcast. You set your topic. You talk about it for a while. This is what you want to talk about when you start your podcast. But actually, over time, you start to evolve away from that. There can be there can be a bunch of reasons why you might feel you're end up boxed into a corner. It could be something like um, listener feedback. So actually, listeners start to talk about the fact that you know you started out talking about uh, mountain biking. <laughs> I always talk about this example. You started talking about mountain biking, but actually, um, or you started talking about a mountain biking equipment all you were talking about was pedals and gears and frames and all that kind of stuff but you got some listener feedback which said "Ah, we want you to talk about skills as well i want to know how you use this kit or i want to talk about trails we want to hear where you go on your bike every week so can you tell us about that kind of stuff so sometimes listener feedback can show you that you know that initial topic that you chose is actually a bit narrow and you should be broadening out Otherwise, it might be trends in the industry. So maybe I started talking about mountain biking, but actually the trend these days is that nobody wants to pedal anymore. So it's all about electric mountain bikes. So actually that's what it should be now. So I think I want to change my brand from just, you know, um, mechanical mountain biking kit to electric mountain bikes. So it could be a trend, just something changing in your industry. Maybe it's just your own interests. Maybe actually I started talking about mountain biking kit, but I just don't really care about that anymore. I'm not that bothered about fixing, about about building, bikes i just want to send it to the shop and actually i want to talk about trails i want to talk about the places i'm exploring the adventures i'm having so it's just interest based and i mean maybe you just get to know how it works a bit better to be honest maybe you chose that brand in the early days maybe you chose a name in the early days because you thought it was clever you thought it was funny and nowadays you're realizing that people can't find you because the brand the name of your podcast doesn't actually mean anything it doesn't tell people what the show is about what the topic is and you just want to change it. You're realizing that, you know, for SEO purposes, for search purposes, for discovery, all that kind of stuff, you need a better name. You need a better brand. So it's time to change it. So basically, when it comes down to it, changing a brand is always painful. <laughs> We've done it a few times at the podcast host with various things. Um, we rebranded, uh, you know, the logo, the colors, all that kind of stuff. That was pretty horrible to go through. It's just, um, it's exciting in a way, but there's so much work goes into it. Um, our membership, so the academy, the podcast host academy that I mentioned, um, we initially gave that a wider brand. We called it Fan Fishing because it was all about growing fans. And we thought we'd talk about video as well because we record video. We do YouTube. We do other types of content marketing. So it was about growing fans rather than just podcasting. But we discovered that from user feedback that it was too wide. It was too vague. It was People didn't really understand it. So we had to change it. And we rebranded that to the Podcast Host Academy. So now people know what it's about. It's more clear. And so there's another example as well. That was very painful. <laughs> changing URLs, moving the website, changing the logos, all that kind of stuff. So this stuff is painful. And it's also painful if a lot of people know it. So it depends a bit on your stage. That obviously, nobody really knew fan fishing. It, all the work was on our end. It was all painful in terms of actually just all the logistics, all of the, the work that went into the colours, the logo, the website, all that kind of stuff. But actually... There's external pain as well in that if people know you, if people know your brand, if your brand has equity, you've been around for two or three or four years, even longer. 
If you change a logo, people are like, oh, I don't recognize that. If you change the name especially, it can be completely different. And big companies do this all the time. Uh, well, <laughs> it happens with big companies. Big companies try not to do it as much as possible, obviously, but it does happen all the time that they have to do it because they have to change with the times for various reasons. But it's difficult. There's a lot of work has to go into changing, like, say, uh, Pepsi Coke. I wanted to change to something a bit different. They wanted to just be the, the, the Coke company or something like that. Creating this new brand and making people realise that it's the same thing, like bringing that brand loyalty. People who love Pepsi, you want them to go over and drink this, this Coke company Coke as well. You have to make that association. There's advertising, there's talk, there's all sorts of things that has to go into basically changing it over and making sure that people realise that this new company is the same as the old company. So that brand equity, that, you know, that trust, that, um, you know, everything that you've built up, the value you've built up around that brand transfers to the new one. So that's why it's very difficult in the later days. So that's why I would say if you're thinking about it, if you feel like you want to do it sooner rather than later, because the later you leave it, the harder it is and the more you lose by changing a brand. The thing is, though, podcasts have a lot of power in being able to handle a brand change. The way that they work, it makes it easier for you to be able to change a brand. So let's get into that. I want to talk about how you can do it on a podcast. First though, let's go into what I mentioned earlier. I want to talk a wee bit about Podbean again. So I mentioned their sponsor in the episode. As you know, I don't do sponsorship often and it's only when I think it's a really good product. Uh, and I remember Podbean being the first host I actually came across back in the day. I hosted a few of the shows I was doing for the university I worked for back then. Um, so they've been around a long time. Um, but like I said earlier, in recent years, they've been doing a lot of work in building tools to help podcasters. And that's what caught my attention recently. So I'm going to tell you about some of them over the next few episodes. The first one is that sponsorship marketplace I mentioned briefly. So this is available to anyone. It's not just Podbean hosting customers. It's basically a directory of sponsorship opportunities. So you can sign up, whether you're a Podbean host and company or, uh, customer or not, you can sign up for their uh, sponsorship marketplace. Um, and then you can browse, uh, you can sign up for free, you can browse through the different services, the products, the brands that are that are advertising, that are looking to sponsor shows. And you can apply right there in the marketplace uh, to be, uh, you know, to take them on as a sponsor and hopefully they'll take you on as a sponsored show uh, and they'll pay you to do a slot on their show just like I'm doing right now for Podbean. Uh, and it's the same the other way around as well. If you have a podcast, you want to grow your audience, you want to grow your podcast audience or you have a product or a service, you can get in there and you can list that service as a possible sponsorship opportunity. Then podcasts will come to you, they'll apply to take you on as a sponsor and it can help you grow what you're doing. You know, you set your budget, you choose which ones you want to go with and then they go and deliver the slots you work with them on that so it's great it makes the whole thing so easy uh, it takes a lot of the work out of sponsorship so if you want to check them out head over to thepodcasthost.com forward slash bean and you'll find the advertising link at the top it'll take you to both the advertiser and the sponsored sections all right let's get back to the branding question that i was covering here so the power that podcasting has in doing branding is the fact that it's a push medium. So people have subscribed to your show. So you imagine you're changing a brand. 
the subscription goes out to them automatically. You know, they subscribed to uh, the Mountain Bikes Park podcast, the Podcraft podcast. And if I change the name of Podcraft tomorrow to uh, the, the Podcast Education Show, then they would still get it. It's just that it would change the name in their subscription software. They don't have to go away and find it. The podcast comes to them. So that's the danger. When you change your brand... You know, it makes it harder for people to find you. You know, they search for podcraft and suddenly you've changed your brand to the podcast education show. They're not going to find it. They're not even going to know it was the same show. But with podcasting, they've already subscribed. The people that know you, the people that trust you, the people that follow you, they've already subscribed. So the show is coming to them. So if one day they get a show called podcraft and then the next day that feed changes to the podcast education show, they still get that episode. And if you explain on that first episode, ah, so we've changed our name to the podcast education show, this is why we've done it all, blah, 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 blah. Then they go, oh, cool. And they keep listening. And there's not really a massive drop off there. So in a lot of ways, podcasting, because it's a push medium, you're pushing content to them. You're not relying on them coming to you. It can take it a lot more easily. All you do is change the artwork, the title, tell the difference, tell the listeners, explain the change, and it's all good. So that accounts for existing listeners. New ones, obviously, they won't notice because new listeners haven't found you yet. So it's not a big issue for them. So there are a few difficult parts in it, of course. I mean, if you change the brand really heavily, you might have to change the domain name. You might have to change your website. So there can be some issues around that. It's the same as any time if you want to change a website. Uh, it's something you can do. You can pack up a website. You can back it up. You can replace it in another place. Um, you can you can actually, with your hosting company, if you change a domain name, you buy a new domain name, you can actually associate hosting with two separate domain names. So it's actually possible to do it quite easily sometimes. It depends what hosting you're with, but changing a domain name can be actually relatively easy, although you might need to take a little bit of technical help if that's not something that you're very uh, good with. The other way is you might want to just evolve it rather than completely change it. So this came up because one of our members in the Podcast Host Academy, uh, if you want to see details on that, go to our, the Podcast Host Academy, uh, sorry, the podcasthost.com forward slash academy, see what we do over there. Um, but one of our members runs a show called the CGI Podcast. Um, and it was based around CGI, uh, design, so CGI effects, like uh, creating animations, designing stuff like that. And what he's thinking about doing is instead of changing it entirely, change it to uh, as if it's an acronym. So he's going to evolve it possibly as one of the options, possibly from the CGI podcast to the Create, Generate, Inspire podcast. So it'll still actually be called the CGI podcast. Technically, CGI podcast, colon, Create, Generate, Inspire podcast. So it's possible that you can actually just evolve a brand so that they're still associated. You might be able to keep the same domain, you might be able to keep a lot of the same stuff, like that could keep the same logo, for example, could still be CGI podcasters with a tagline in the bottom. Makes it more recognisable, you lose less of the brand equity that you've already built up. So, um, so it could be an ev evolution as opposed to a complete change. If you change them entirely, though, if you change it entirely, what I would do is create a page based on that. So create a page based on that name that explains it. So, you know, if people type in Podcraft Podcast and I've changed it to something else. They'll still find the page that we've put up called the Podcraft Podcast. And that page will explain what the change has been. You know, it'll explain what the Podcraft Podcast was about. This is why we changed the name. And here's where you go for the new show. So you can 
put little kind of breadcrumbs there so that the old brand is still searchable. You can still explain what's happened to it and direct them towards the new brand. So create a new page based on it. And that's what I would recommend. Like I said, though, it's always painful, no matter how you change your brand. So do it sooner rather than later um, if you feel like you're you're wanting to. Because the worst thing is if you feel you're boxed in a corner, you actually just stop doing the show. And if you stop doing the show, there's no value in the brand at all. So actually, it's worth doing it anyway. So I hope that helped in figuring out uh, whether you might want to change your brand in a podcast and if you do want to change your brand how you would go about it um, by all means if you have any questions on that please do let us know uh, send in an email to info at thepodcasthost.com you can let us know that way send any questions that way you can always tweet us at the podcast host send any short questions that way I'll put them on a future show always willing to get uh, questions answer little listener questions um, either way and if you want to put, send us a voicemail like I mentioned earlier it's great to get those voicemails, stick them in the show. It's always excellent. Go over to our contact page, thepodcasthost.com forward slash contact, and you'll find the speak pipe tool there. You can leave us a message. As always, it'd be lovely to get in, uh, reviews as well. If you can pop over to iTunes, give us a review. That'd be most excellent. Uh, it always helps us get out to more people, as we say. Always gives us a wee ego boost as well, if we're honest. <laughs> nice to hear there's something good about the show. Keep us motivated. Keep us doing it. Um, and as I have mentioned before, this episode is sponsored by Podbean, which is our most excellent podcast hosting platform. Um, and I'll be talking about them a little bit more over the coming episodes. But remember to check over and uh, to pop over check out their sponsorship marketplace could help you monetize your podcast in a much easier much more quick much uh, you know, less hard work way uh, and you can get over there thepodcasthost.com forward slash bean and you'll find everything they do there so I think that'll tie it up for this episode we'll get Matthew back on for the following episodes get him on next week again hope you're not missing him too much Otherwise, thanks again for spending time with me. Uh, thanks for putting me in your ears, listening to podcasts every single week. Uh, yeah, thank you again and have a good week. <laughs>